0: All right, everybody, welcome to the Musical Splitting Podcast. I am your host and musician of the night, Kavita <laughs>
1: And I am your Angelina of music, Angelina Mian. <laughs>
0: Today, we are joined by a very, very, very special guest. Technically, the first it's time so she's special. ever been a guest yeah, on this podcast. yeah. She is a New York Times bestselling author and um, Phantom of the Opera enthusiast. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, a guest in it, her it, own it, home. Is Joyce
1: Carol Oates? It's Joyce Carol Oates. A <laughs> <We laughs> guest in her own answer. home. Please
0: welcome Lindsay Ellis. Whee!
1: It's funny because this is episode number fifty, and so it only felt, you know, befitting to return to the roots. Mm. Is it fifty-one? Oh,
0: I think it's fifty-two by the time this one comes out.
1: Oh no!
0: It would have been so (laughs) well
1: planned, just
0: like this movie. This is what happens.
1: This is this is what happens when you have a bunch of like liberal arts kids trying to do a thing. It always turns into a math a math issue. Well. It's fifty in my heart's because it is about 50% fifty percent of it's, a yes. movie it's the and fifty percent 50% episode, of, yes. Yeah. yes.
0: I agree. It's just we're gonna we're gonna retcon this. It's gonna be the fiftieth episode. Sorry to whatever. Yeah, the 50th you know should episode put like when it's was. on
2: Spotify, just put fifty yeah. like again and just to confuse <laughs> exactly. people, there'll be two 50s. <laughs>
1: Yeah, just just don't explain it. Look, if if Interloid Weber can retcon his own story, we can retcon our own story. Yes. it's about taking control of your own narrative. Okay.
0: Yes, uh, and in case you guys have not guessed from the title or what we're talking about <laughs> today, we're talking about Phantom of the Opera, the two thousand four release. Uh, uh, sorry, the two thousand four yeah! feature film. That all I know is that it's directed by Joel Schumacher, and I've seen a bunch of gifs about it, but that's the into Seth Rogen.
2: Um, I've got my uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my Pabst Blue Ribbon um, high seltzer, which is oh. alcohol free and THC full. So uh. wow!
1: <laughs> congrats! Yeah, it's because like you oh, know, man.
2: yeah. Well, because our history with this is you know back in the day, uh, she, you know when I lived in New York, she would come over, and every time we didn't drink, we just were in a silly mood. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We'd be like, well. <laughs> What are we going to do with ourselves for whatever, you know, like, you know what, it's 2 (laughs) a.m., it's time to throw let's on watch Phantom. To watch Joel watch Schumacher. Phantom. let's watch Joel yep. Schumacher's Phantom because we hate this movie just, just like just a serial hate watching because the Phantom episode yep. that I did was I guess unofficially the first one uh, Angie worked on because she yeah, supplied yep. a lot of the observations and the jokes and basically anything <laughs> to do with uh, Jacques Cousteau yeah
1: yeah
0: when was the actual first time you guys saw this movie were you guys in the theater together when it came oh, out oh no. my
1: god I have the, no. I have the, I, no, we didn't see it together in theaters, but I have, like such a horrible experience seeing this movie in theaters. Oh so my I God, saw, like, I'm
0: going to relate to that very soon, actually, yeah. but just in my home <laughs> theater yeah, instead. Yeah, soon you
1: will know. Um, <laughs> I saw this movie on opening night with a girl I had a massive crush on. And Ooh. I remember just sitting there in the theater as the movie keeps going onwards, just being mm-hmm. like, Cause this is what I was about, you know, in high school, and you know, still am about. Like, what's right? Changed? I was gonna say you still but, um, are. I mean, in high school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. even though we uh, knew, and like, I think I, it was
2: like we, we knew it was gonna be a train wreck. Like, this was oh like, no, <laughs> like it wasn't like we yeah, were let like, down. Like, <laughs>
1: no, it was like it was like you're you're when you know something bad is coming, and you still your brain still has like a marginal like. Like an iota of hope, and you're like, well, it won't mm. be as bad as surely as I've catastrophized in my head, right? I'm yeah. mm-hmm. an anxious child, like and X-Men like, sitting, sitting the hasn't next- come out yet. We haven't. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know how bad it can get. Yeah, yeah. And I just remember sitting there, and it gets worse and worse and worse. And she was spending the night at my house afterwards too. And I could just see her face Ooh. being like, so this is what she's about, huh? Oh, and I don't no. know, just being like. <laughs> Oh, like just <laughs> seeing me fail in like a two an hour and twenty minute movie. Like I was just like, there it goes. I am, I'm I'm i I'm just gonna be single for the rest of my life now because yeah. I it aligned ruined. myself with this. Like we knew, man. Like, but it was, yeah, yeah it's
2: like because every all of the buzz coming out of this was just awful, and like every decision yeah. they made, like every casting yeah. decision was what like what? And you know, it's the Batman yeah. and Robin guy. What like yeah? I was, so, gonna say, yeah. I was surprised, like you didn't warn her. This like this is like, this gonna, is gonna be t- pretty. <laughs> Bad. Oh yeah, it was a, it was yeah. nominated for a few Oscars though. Like yeah. Beyonce
1: sang the song that they wrote for the movie credits Wait, at the Oscars. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Learn to, learn to be lonely. What the fuck. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yes. This. This. Yeah. It was sung by sung by Mini Driver in the movie, or rather, is yeah. at the end credit. No. It is is so, such a weird decision because Minnie Driver yeah. is the only person, or one of the only people in this movie, who could sing. Uh, little known yeah. fact about Minnie Driver and she was also the only character who was dubbed.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so weird.
2: Yeah. Oh,
0: really? Okay.
2: Yeah. yeah. Although, I guess, like, considering which character it was, it does kind of make sense.
1: No, but I do want to say, if you are listening to this right now, um, pause this episode, go to YouTube and search Beyonce Phantom of the Opera and then you'll see a video of Beyonce singing to a guy dressed as the Phantom of the Opera and it is, like, such a fucking weird 2004 <laughs> moment which, for me. just
0: a reminder to all young kids out there, everybody has to start somewhere and you gotta work your way up in Beyonce's case. She was not always queen <laughs> Of the hey, world. Man. At one point, she had to sing the Phantom of the Opera fucking <laughs> yeah. song for the end credits. Yeah, so. well, yeah.
2: She right. actually, ironically, Break My Soul was about that experience. It was... Really? <laughs> when she says she quit her job, to she's never gonna sing Phantom again.
0: <laughs> oh, no.
1: <laughs> that was exactly what it was. No, but to, to go back to an earlier point, like, um, I remember being, because I was a senior in high school when this came out, and they would slowly release like promotional pictures, and you're like, okay, and then they started releasing... Sound clips on the website, and they were only like 20 seconds long, and it was just enough for you to be like, oh. <laughs> oh, oh no! Wow. Oh. This looks oh, really no. bad. Because, oh, oh. because like, <laughs> yeah. they were, you
2: know, because the, the uh, I mean, I, I forget if we've gotten, an, if, if, if uh, Kavi even knows anything about the casting. Don't know anything. Yeah. Because, uh, okay, well, um, all right, let's let's play this game. Yeah. <laughs> Who do you think what what two thousand and four piece of ass <laughs> plays the Phantom?
0: I know that it's the the dude from Watch. I'm drawing a blank on his name. Yeah, right? I was about
2: to say. Yeah, he he oh, here's no, no, he I'm really sorry. he 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 hates Persians deeply. Yeah, right. right.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. Oh, it's a consistent theme in his work. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. sorry, I was confusing with the yeah. other guy. Yeah, uh, Dr- I know it's Gerard Butler. Butler. I know that. And I know the other dude is the one from Watch. I'm dry, Yeah, I don't know his yeah, name
1: Patrick is. Wilson. Patrick um, Wilson,
0: yes, yes. Those are the only two I know. But it's,
1: it's very funny because it was originally supposed to be Hugh Jackman, but then he had um, a scheduling conflict with the movie Van Helsing, which honestly a lateral move for Hugh Jackman. I don't <laughs> <Yeah>. know <laughs> which Whoa. had behooved him more. Whoa, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I, I think like is yeah. It,
2: I, I think the thing about Schumacher's Phantom is it is watchable. The same cannot be said for Van Helsing. <laughs> Um, that is, that although is true. The, the really <laughs> ironic thing is like when they were like starting casting it, it was uh, Antonio Banderas really wanted this part. And really? I remember right. we were like, no, anything no. but Antonio. Like, and then they, you know, it was like monkey's paw curls. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, just like, all right, yeah. you don't want Antonio. Gerard Butler, it is.
1: Originally back we'll get into this into the notes, but um it was originally gonna be Michael Crawford and Sarah Brightman who originated the parts and And uh that would have been ludicrous. But yeah, (laughs) I think with that said we should probably get into the notes because it's gonna bring up some stuff that I think we're alluding to here.
0: (laughs) Okay. The Phantom of the Opera. Is a 2004 <laughs> musical romantic drama film directed by Joel Schumacher.
1: Romantic drama.
0: and <laughs> <Based> left. <Sat> on... <laughs> uh, directed by Joel Schumacher, based on Kava's all-time favorite stage musical by the same name. True. Uh, with music by Andrew Lloyd Webber, lyrics by Charles Hart and Richard Stilgo, and a screenplay co-written by Schumacher and Webber. Ooh. That's the the only only good thing in a room together trying to like (laughs) knock this thing out.
1: Only good. Two of our greatest minds. Yeah. Yeah.
0: The film stars. Emmy Rosen, Patrick Wilson, Minnie Driver, uh, Kieran Hines, Miranda Richardson, and noted singer and kicker of people down big holes, Gerard Butler, <laughs> as the titular Phantom of the Opera. Oh, goodness. Uh, because we here at Musical Spinning love this show so much, a quick recap is warranted. The Phantom of the Opera is the story of Christine <laughs> Ye. <Die-ye. laughs> that was the phonetic Beautiful. reading that's been given in here. Yes, Die Ye. <laughs> A member of the ensemble at the Paris Opera here, the Opera Populaire, who is mysteriously thrust into the role of leading lady after its resident diva is scared out of performing last minute. While her voice dazzles Paris, few know the secret behind her success than that she has been taking lessons from a mysterious voice from who she believes is the angel of music. A figure Boy, an angel. from the tall tales of her long dead violinist father
2: voice of an angel that Gerard Butler did you write this Angie or did uh, yes I was did. this from a website I, <laughs> I, I, like, I actually this? wrote this
0: I, in preparation I, uh, for it I
2: wrote this
1: oh yeah it sounds like this. copy it
2: sounds like copy from the movie so bravo
1: <laughs> thank you
0: um,
1: <laughs> I'm doing my best to honor this movie thanks yes it's
0: great <laughs>
2: you really caught the voice of the marketing department
0: <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile the new management at the opera is being tormented and extorted by an equally mysterious figure who styles himself as the opera ghost when Christine's childhood sweetheart the Vicom de Chagny surf- resurfaces. I probably slaughtered that. Um, makes his still tender feelings known to the young singer. <laughs> The identity of both the angel and the ghost coalesce in the shape of deformed sex pest genius. Ooh. <laughs> That'd be a good yeah, oh sex man, pest his genius. deformity is so funny. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's It's all d- I coming, back. It's
1: all coming. <laughs> I put deformity in quotes here. Okay. So, I'm sorry, yeah.
0: correct. Deformed quote yeah, okay. unquote sex yeah. pest yeah. genius. Yeah. He's been a little too long in the his tanning own.
2: bed. That's his deformity. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which of these two suitors will Christine choose? Was casting Gerard Butler as a musical prodigy the worst casting decision possible or does it shoot to the moon into awesomeness do we as a society deserve mini driver should angelina and Lindsay finalize their wills before making kava watch this masterpiece (laughs) all this and more in joel schumacher's the phantom of the opera joel
2: schumacher's andrew lloyd weber's yeah joel schumacher's andrew lloyd weber's
0: the phantom of the opera yeah. Uh, the idea of a phantom movie first began to germinate in 1989 when Warner Brothers bought the film rights to the musical with the addendum that Andrew Lloyd Webber would retain full artistic control over the project. From the get go, Lloyd Webber had handpicked Joel Schumacher as the intended director, having seen his 1987 cult classic, the lost boys and been impressed with Schumacher's use of music in said film. That's an interesting choice. You know, Right. It's just uh, like
2: he's, his, his like <laughs> angsty vampire teen movie. Like, yeah, that's my guy. He's like, that's yeah. the guy. <laughs> yeah. Even through Batman and Robin, he's, he's like, yeah. he's Jose loyal, I but you know who is Andrew I'm Never giving it up. I'm never going right. to give you up.
0: <laughs> never going to let you down. Um, unfortunately, between Lloyd Webber's divorce with Sarah Brightman, the original stage Christine and film's intended star, and Schumacher's career taking off, the project was pushed back into perpetuity. In 2002, Webber's production company bought the right backs from Warner Brothers in an attempt to produce a film version independently. By 2003, the film was officially put into pre-production. It was released on December 22nd, 2004, grossing $154 million. That's a lot worldwide against an estimated budget of $80 million. Still didn't break even. Uh, it currently has a 33% critic approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes and has won zero Oscars. But there's still time. There's still time. <laughs> there's, still
2: time. Yeah. there's still time. Where, where Beyonce makes the, makes Break My Soul turns out to so somehow, she I don't could know. W-
0: she could, yeah, come sing the Oscar song for it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Side note, I really, I hope Andrew Lloyd Webber finishes his autobiography. Um, yeah. Because, uh, did you read it? Who, me? Yeah. I,
0: I did not, know. Yeah.
2: no. I, I, yeah, <laughs> I did. <It's>, I know, <laughs> you don't <yeah>. read books. He <laughs> comes, uh, comes and read. Yeah, he doesn't read. <laughs> but, like, uh, <laughs> right. um, uh, yeah, because it stops at the stage show. But I really wonder, because, like, yeah. what's left of his career yeah. is, like, a bunch of failed musicals in the 90s. The 2004 yeah. movie, which is widely considered a failure, uh, and yeah, Cats, uh, the woman in
1: white uh, and Love and Never Cats. Dies. Yeah. Hey, he had School of Rock. Oh, yeah. And
2: and School of Rock and Cinderella. So I guess he kind of had like his 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 late say, although I haven't seen either of those. School of Rock did really well. Yeah. Um, And Cinderella. Yeah. It's it's weird because like Cinderella was getting good reviews, but it had like a weird ending like it ended abruptly. And he said something that pissed off all the theater kids. Uh, Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was a very poorly worded statement that was very easy to misconstrue, but also like oh man, you need a copy editor or something like that, dude, for these press releases, where he basically said, basically he he helped fund a project during COVID to put the theater, to get the West End back on and called that an expensive mistake because it didn't, you know, But people thought he was referring specifically to Cinderella as an expensive mistake.
2: Yeah, because the reason it closed is because they're moving it to Broadway.
1: Yeah, and basically, yeah, shit show. Um, all of this, like, he'd, he'd gotten so much goodwill from, like, Phantom reopening and, like, DJing sets and shit. And the kids were like, I like Phantom. Oh, and right, Angelina right, Robert right, again. I remember this, <laughs> and, yes. And then he, and then he did so this shit. So sad I and, wasn't there.
2: Well, There's so many yeah, moments I, where I regret leaving New York, and that was one of the more powerful ones. For those of you who don't know... <laughs> Lord Andy, (laughs) when Phantom reopened on Broadway, they closed down um, 44th Street and he DJed like a dance party outside of the Majestic Theater with all with the cast still in costume and a bunch of nerds. And I'm damn it. (laughs) I know. Staring at my computer, shaking my head sadly.
1: Right. It's like if I could travel back in time to witness one thing like. Would it be like to see my daughter being born again? Would it be to like hang out with, you know, people I've lost? No, it would be to go <laughs> to be at the Majestic with Angela Weber doing a DJ set. I, I, like, I can't
2: imagine wanting to see your daughter be born again. I got I, I to gotta throw that
1: one out there.
2: <laughs> That's not a thing I want to see because our, our respective children were oh. born the same way and I don't need to see that. Don't need to see it. It was, I mean, it was so, blocked off for a reason. <laughs> so my
0: real question here is, as somebody who is, does not like this in any form that we've seen, what is it about this specific version that makes it so terrible, comparatively to the, all the other versions that I believe to be terrible in the first place?
2: <laughs> Where do you start? Um, oh, <laughs> okay, for me, like uh, the, it's just kind of incompetent from top to bottom. Um, okay. I feel like yeah. the casting isn't really the problem so much as a symptom. Of the problem, it's just yeah. very, very incompetently made. The camera work is horrible. Um, the, the lighting, is the, just, lighting the, is the lighting, the lighting is just like just the way it looks is bad. Um, like yeah. the lair looks like a, a, an extremely cheap Pirates Pirates of the, Caribbean of the Caribbean knockoff. Is. Like. Yeah.
1: Uh, oh.
0: I mean,
2: the ride, not the movie. Yeah.
0: Well, no, 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 I figured. Yeah,
1: yeah
2: it, it's just yeah. It's like just starting from the, the, the top. It's a terrible looking movie. It looks bad yeah. as a movie. Yeah, um,
1: <laughs> and I've seen people. I've seen people, you know, and I hear I have to throw my hat in the ring. They'll say like, well, you know, I thought it was interesting looking, even if it wasn't good. And I'm like, I fundamentally like I have to disagree with you here. This is a terrible look. Like, it just looks cheap. Like there's um. A scene uh, towards the end where they do Point of No Return, like the, the sexy song towards the end of the show. Mm-hmm. And it looks like it's being filmed in front of like a car dealership or a spirit yeah, Halloween. Yeah. Like, like, seriously, like it, it has like, the
2: the windy like flames It has like all the dignity of like one of those tube guys in front of car dealerships. So, wait, where
0: does this $80 million budget go to? Because there's no. That huge is a name very good this. question because it's not like think, there's any stars honestly, in here. Yeah. Like, yeah, it, it yeah,
2: looks, yeah. It really looks like a $10 million budget movie made by people who don't money know what they're Lunder doing
0: probably is what Ma- it was. maybe
2: i don't know yeah. it just it looks terrible and um like it on top of that like it looking terrible just means like a lot of the stuff is really random and unmotivated mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. one yes. shot in the movie that is kind of magical realismy and no more, and then that kind of leads into your casting problems, where you have a couple yeah. of real actors like Patrick Wilson and Minnie Driver. Again, a weird
1: Karen Hens. I'm like, yeah. I hope you enjoyed that vacation that home guy. you got with this money. I love you yeah. too and I'm just like, I hope, so great. I hope you enjoyed your next your second home that you put it yeah. down payment on with this movie. So <laughs> I hope like, someone got to, go to you, yeah. <laughs> got to go to college. Yeah, got to
2: go to USC. Exactly. There, the, was it. The yeah. last bastion of the incompetent wealthy, USC.
1: Yeah, like, when this movie came out, I was the same age as Emmy Rossum, uh, who plays Christine, and and I love Mm -hmm. Phantom, so of course I'm going to be, like, a petty, jealous bitch. You're jealous um, that
0: you did not get cast in this.
1: Yeah, exactly, 100%. And, like, the thing is, is, like, I was so mean about her on the internet for, like, the longest time, and I I do think she is miscast, but I also, she, I want you to keep this in mind while you're watching this movie, because it explains a lot of the problems in terms of the acting. She's 16 when this movie is being filmed. Um, And Gerard Moller was, like, what?
2: He was pushing 40. 30.
1: And he was like, though, like he was
2: still kind of weirdly young, um, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, for
2: that part. And uh, I will say this about Gerard Butler: he's obviously not a pervert. He yeah. is obviously not attracted to Emmy Rossum. And that's a problem.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I see. yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> they have
2: yeah. no chemistry, Zero, and he yeah. does not seem to want her at all. He just kind of yells yeah. at her, like I there. See. Yeah, it, it, it's you know, it, it, so it's like, why couldn't you have just cast a twenty-three-year-old? Like,
1: yeah, because we could sing. they originally, yeah, they originally wanted Katie Holmes, which, uh, and then hey? they were, had landed, yeah, then they landed on Anne Hathaway, which okay, uh, but she. Mm-hmm ended up dropping out to do the second Princess Diaries film so what we got was Emmy Rossum um, and I remember them building up like she's in the children's choir at the Met and blah 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 blah. and I got it again like the jealousy that I directed at this woman who I have never Rage. met is like genuinely I mean, insane I
2: I was kind of petty too I mean like I wasn't that bad but I was definitely like if I can sing better than she can she has no business being in this movie yeah. like because she yeah. like and, and, and that's another weird thing that people defend is her singing because yeah. it's like and oh, <laughs> star yeah uh, dubbing. yeah Yeah. uh, no she's not dubbed that's she's not dubbed. no you said Minnie
0: Driver was the only one yeah Minnie
2: Driver is dubbed and it's like well she plays Carlotta who is the prima yeah. donna so that makes sense but it is still kind yeah. of weird to cast a singer <laughs> and then dub her yeah. but okay like she still does like she's the only person who knows what movie she's in like and so yeah yes so. 100% yeah. <laughs> and
1: therefore is a joy to watch yes she's 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 one of the few fun parts of this movie and i feel bad cuz like Emmy Rossum, I've heard her sing other things that are in her range. Like she's very much a very talented alto singer, and Christine is like, you know, this this high right. soprano yeah, you can
2: tell part, she'd never sung just... soprano before. Like yeah. you know, it was because like the, the vibrato was so like forced and like that was like yeah. one of the early uses of autotune, because autotune wasn't de rigueur yet. This um, is auto tuned. Yeah. Emmy Rossum was, yes. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You'll hear it. <laughs> <trust>. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, it's it's not the way you're thinking. I mean, I mean, like auto-tune in the way that it was meant to be used. Like her voice
0: was corrected. Yeah, yeah. Like, like
2: there is no pop (laughs) song that is released now that is sure, not right, autotuned right, right. like every
1: right. song has autotuned and shit at right. this point right. yeah sure, exactly I gotcha. yeah. so it was like her, her she was not for creative
0: corrected. purposes pitch right yeah exactly. gotcha. she doesn't okay. sound
1: she doesn't sound like T-Pain which honestly would have been pretty fun too <laughs> <laughs> <I> was,
0: um, <laughs> oh my god you
1: did you see
2: uh, did you hear T-Pain on wait wait don't tell me where no. they oh my god so T-Pain was on wait wait don't tell me and they asked him a bunch of questions about Phantom of the Opera and he got like almost all of them it was it, it, it
1: was. Yes, T-Pain, if you're a listening,
0: moment. you're welcome on our podcast at any time. This you, want to come chat. Yeah. Come,
1: please come talk about Phantom with yeah. us. T pain. Yeah. Um, um, T pain. Uh, uh, we spent all this time talking about Emmy Rossum, but I don't think we even began to touch uh, Gerard Butler's vocal performance and how the movie tries to work around that. I don't think it can be described. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's just like it's one of those things where it's just like we know what he sounds like. This is
2: Sparta. Now yeah. imagine that. Applied to Hopefully night auto-tune. time,
0: darkness, <laughs> like, uh,
2: like he does it. Like and this thing is, like it's a tenor. Like Phantom is a very high tenor. He can't hit those notes, so he nope. yells them.
0: <laughs> and, yeah. And, and I will.
2: I will say this. I have made very much hay off of that man not being able to <laughs> hit those notes.
1: <laughs> I, I want you to to put in mind. Um, think. Tom Waits, but not intentional. Think Cookie Monster. <laughs>
2: this sounds <laughs> awesome, really actually.
1: Bad, yeah, I, I, I feel like, I, I think the end
2: of the day, like, you're going to find this more enjoyable than Phantom the Stage Show for a lot of reasons. Probably. Not the least of which is it's shorter. Uh, not much nice. shorter. I already love
0: it. Oh, not no. much shorter.
1: Yeah. It's, 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 it's like two hours and 20 minutes total. So, so Seriously?
2: Yeah, it's only shorter the because fuck? there's no intermission. <laughs> like, right? Jesus Christ!
1: Yeah. They they do add a, like a couple of very pointless action scenes though that I'm sure will shock yeah. and delight. Great. Well, um, Phantom's
2: younger now, so he's got to do a yeah. sword fight.
1: Yeah. to yeah. Show. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's
2: got those abs, that yeah. he's got to show. Up. He's working on those yeah. three hundred abs. Yeah.
0: Which, my, oh, yeah. My this, friend, this was before yeah.
1: three hundred. I we was going to say, but it's
0: Schumacher. So is there a phantom costume with nipples on the outside of it? That's the only there's, thing I want. Uh, to know.
1: It, it just brushes that, but there are a suspicious amount of nipples in this. And that's just because it is Joel Schumacher, but Joel Schumacher is uh,
0: keeping it consistent, keeping it 100. I love there's, it.
2: There's some yeah. flamenco dancers. Um, okay. <laughs> yes, there
0: all right. are. are there Persians yeah. in it? Is there a Persian? Is the Persian show up in this version? Uh, it's version. Just the
2: monkey. Uh,
1: no, okay, uh, Ramin Karimloo
2: has a, Oh yeah. Ramin um, <laughs> oh, yeah, Okay.
0: Yeah. All right. So <laughs> that's,
2: yeah, yeah, that's spot. the remain caramelu It is blinking. You miss it. Spot the cameo. Yeah. <laughs> Someone make a okay. note to, that we have to bring this up. Okay. Yeah.
1: Very well. Very well.
0: So yes.
2: technically, okay. yes. Um,
0: OK. All right. I'm going to cut it off. We got to go watch this. We're at half an hour. Yes, so we got to make sure have we have enough watch time to this. shit on this. Yes. yes so I'm really looking oh. not uh, whatever fine I'll, we're gonna go watch it and come back um, enjoy yeah. the sumptuous sumptu- yeah, ad read and into then the we'll fire on, I hope yeah, it's into ad the fire this, once, this time into this the week. breach once more
1: <laughs> yeah. please be Adam and Eve please be
2: Adam and Eve <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah it's the only thing that would that would that would fit
0: justify yes it. All right. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Curiosity Stream subscription streaming service with thousands of documentaries and non-fiction titles, such as Great Film Composers, The Music of the Movies. An insightful documentary series, Great Film Composers explores the origins and influence of film music and the composers who developed some of the most iconic soundtracks in history, such as King Kong, Star Wars, and Lord of the Rings. As an obsessive fan of movie scores, I scored this series a 10 out of 10. But I didn't score my scorecard properly, so when I went to tear the paper, it ripped all weird and then I was excoriated for not doing a good job and then just, you know, whatever you guys, just please watch the documentary, okay? You can also get access to our streaming video service, Nebula, when you sign up for CuriosityStream using our code at curiositystream.com slash musicalsplaining. The Streamy Award-nominated Nebula is a video streaming platform built by and for creators. So you've got CuriosityStream Porque Nebula because it's a place for smaller indie education type creators to try out new ideas that might not work out on YouTube. With Nebula you can see original video essays, films, documentaries and the like from creators like Cat Black, Sarah Zed and Abigail Thorne. Right now you can get CuriosityStream and Nebula for only $2.99 a month or $15 for the full year by visiting curiositystream.com slash musicalsplaining. Once you use the code, you'll get a welcome email from Nebula giving you access to CuriosityStream and Nebula and a whole library of awesome stuff to watch.
1: Boy. We're back. We are back from a We're second back. trip to hell. But, uh, no, never. Ma-
2: <laughs> never ending fount of phantom content. No. no. Uh,
0: my favorite words of all time <laughs> Phantom of the Opera and content yeah, smushed together. It's it's this has been a, a this is great is I got my together.
2: delirium nocturnum.
0: nocturnum. Oh, nice. <laughs>
2: nice. I have a diet, <laughs> Dr. Pepper. Of the nocturnum. <laughs>
0: I'm just drinking water. What the fuck? I didn't get the memo to be cool.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Dr. I, I, Pelley, I, went all, I went all the way to the corner store for this. Wow. <laughs> I had to go all the way outside.
1: So uh, I, I, I had like a, a weekend where it was just like finding time to watch this got like really, really hard. So I ended up having to watch it basically like mm-hmm. right before we started recording this. And I... As I yeah. sat down to watch it, I realized that the one beer distributor, like near my house in walking distance was closed today. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, "Motherfucker!" No. So, um, so I so wanna, had to
0: watch it sober. I had to watch
1: it sober. And you know what? I This did not occur to me until literally I was sitting and watching it now. I have never watched this movie mm-hmm. by myself. I've never seen this movie by I know, myself. I had the exact
0: oh. same thing. <laughs> I, I kind of
2: cheated and watched it, uh, Two times in premiere um but <laughs> not all of it like some of the like some of the musical numbers i watched like normal speed sure. uh but it was very like i this was uh, besides editing like because i actually did have to watch a bunch of it by myself while i was editing that video because that was before you were sure. editing. but yeah it was like the first time actually watching it watching it that i'd ever done by myself and it's mm. like um
0: does it I don't different i think
2: No, honestly, because like all of my notes are basically the same as my notes were like six, seven, eight years ago, which are (laughs) looking... Actually, no, they're slightly different. One is about Galan Maxwell... Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ comma how Madame Shiri is the Killan Maxwell of this universe <laughs> and that was not a reference I would have known eight years ago oh, so uh, would she you want to explain that to <laughs> our uh, listeners who might not be aware <laughs> well you see it, where in the show it's a little iffy in this movie he grooms her with a capital G yeah
1: it's uh, mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> like she she like one of the first things we learn and I completely forget about this was uh, she uh, like so Christine goes looks at Meg and she's like well where'd you learned about like all this good singing you're now doing and Mm -hmm. Christine's like When I first arrived here at the opera at around the age of eight, I heard this voice and he's just been with me the whole time. And it actually shows. It cuts back. Yeah. It shows a flashback. And I was like, oh, so he groomed her like with a capital G. Like in the book, she's like 21. And I feel like the jury's out whether you can groom a 21 year old. I don't think you yeah. Can. <laughs> I, personally, I think <laughs> there's <a> cut off. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a cutoff to to for the word grooming. Yeah, um, and <laughs> but in in this, <laughs> in this movie, that is what happens.
1: Yeah, and in in the book, it's established like their relationship is only like maybe two to three months long. Like it's very like yeah. sudden, and like uh yeah, this year it's like you know what? How could we find the worst possible interpretation of like literally everything about the stage show that was kind of iffy, and then just like lean into it so. Yeah, like in the stage show, <clears throat> Madame
2: Jerry is just kind of like, oh, I know what's up. And in here, she is like aiding and abetting.
0: Do you think that that kind of interpretation of Madame Jerry was was uh, Joel Schumacher throwing shade? Do you think he secretly hated Phantom of the Opera, but like no, didn't I tell anyone and just decided to make movies. this movie? I
2: think he's yeah. bad at making movies. Um, <laughs> I, I have this note several <laughs> times, like Joel Schumacher is bad at his job. And I don't understand, like it is just continually bewildering to me that he keeps getting money thrown at him because he's not like a nepotism Mm. baby. He's not even a straight man. He's Mm. like that. He keeps getting work is so odd to me.
1: Like if he were a straight man, I would understand it, but he's not. Mm. I think he's just, I mean, like this was again, thinking about love never dies while watching this. Number one, like just like, there's a lot of musical motifs that end up in Love Never Dies that I did not catch until, like, watching it for this time, too. And I'm like, oh, man, it really was, like, I am planting the seeds of evil for my sequel in here. (laughs) I hate that, like, with, like, the weird ending... That I hate like the weird little tagged on like Raul's old now and like right, well, he's got yeah, go go it, <laughs> it keeps
2: cutting back to the flash forward, which yeah. is in black and white, despite the fact that it happens in the future, like just grinding, it was, you know,
0: it was like better call Saul kind of thing is what it was yeah. essentially. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's that
0: same format.
1: Yeah, no, I think, I think, I think, but to go back to like something that you were talking about, like it, it has this whole, like everything has to have like a hyper literal stupid explanation to it. You know, like there are things that you don't need to see to, you know, by a story, you know, and it helps Like suspend the literalness your disbelief. of the
2: candles literally rising yes, out of yeah. the literal water, <laughs> like
1: yeah. it's
0: a
2: ride. It's poetic, yeah. hey guys. <laughs> Visual <laughs> poetry. Like, like yeah. It's just like, it works on stage because it's a scene change, yeah. but this is a movie. The candles are still literally rising out of the literal water, and it's just right. like, and, and, and like the fact, okay, so do you see what we mean about like how the movie looks like shit? Like yeah. it's just like, like floodlights are lighting it like it's like tv lighting I mean, there's
0: i don't i'm going to be honest with you like i don't care for the source material obviously so like mm-hmm. it kind of it was just like it this is how i remembered like the, this the experience of sitting and watching this musical in the theater was akin to what I felt watching this movie. I just was like. <laughs>
2: right, but you, you didn't see how it was like TV lighting, like all of the. It was just I, I, like,
0: I did, but it's also like, it's sort of.
2: Like we just lit it brightly from ang- every angle yeah. so we could have fewer setups. And I just kind of wrote the words $80 million, like 18 times. Like, <laughs> Well, it's crazy. They built like, all these no stages on Pinewood. There's no reason for Pine the to so like be as bad as it is.
0: Yeah. And got nominated for an Oscar, if I'm not mistaken. And again, yeah, so. I got
2: nominated for an Oscar. That so is, somebody yeah. liked
0: it at that time.
2: Somebody, Um, somebody, and and, and then like this happens several times where like the the phantom is in the background, and then they just put shit in the foreground, like candles or the flames, or just like there's stuff in between him and the camera, and it's just like always completely unmotivated, yeah, or like the scene in the. uh, with the the notes part one right before prima donna where the managers mm-hmm. are complaining at each other again looks like it's just lit by like these lights I got at Lowe's. Yeah, it's whenever like, I first when I, whenever I first started filming back in like two thousand eight. I'm like, oh, I need lights. Uh, these floodlights will do. Yeah, like it looks awful, and, and 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 it's just like it's one big long
1: take, and and, and why? Like, you know, <laughs> just why? Well, none of this is motivated. It's um. Pretty, pretty baffling. Like, uh, and you know, there's that part of me that's like, oh yeah. dollars. <laughs> Eight million dollars.
0: Oh, I think all those sets. Were, I think go? it's all those sets. All those sets. I, I was looking it up. But all those sets, sets were built. Are so they took small. over like six, seven stages essentially. No, if they're yeah. in with they're massive. If, like, they're, if they're working... Yeah, Pinewood's So I know, they're,
2: I know it's Pinewood, but, like, they look so small because the... I don't know. It's just, like, the masters. They, they're just, like, so many masters in this movie mm-hmm. uh, for, for kids playing the home game. Masters are uh, basically, like, your wide shot that you cut back to that has, like, everybody and everything in it if you don't want to do, like, yeah. a close-up or a two-shot or whatever. Um, but, like, I, I think... Masters should be used sparingly, if if at all, like mm. uh, maybe as like an establishing shot. And this one just uses Masters so much, especially like, I guess, to show like, look at how big these sets yeah, I are. Gonna that say, we they're built. trying to show off the but sets. It makes yeah. them just look small. Like I just I like this whole movie. I'm just like, why does this look so small? Yeah. <laughs> especially like the stage.
0: It's a combination of those sets and then they're also doing like a lot of matte paintings for a lot of the exterior stuff. Again, I don't know why for some reason that was like the rabbit hole I went down. 80 million
2: dollars. <laughs> <laughs> 80 million dollars.
0: There's a lot of stuff at play here that they would have done. In, it's literally like Star Wars also filmed at Pinewood also has these matte, sure. paint, matte paintings to like extend yeah, out the set. Yeah, but
2: like the parts of Star Wars that feel small are like inside. No, no, I agree.
0: I'm, I'm just saying it's funny that like it essentially employs the same materials and the same locations as yeah. far as like access to it, it doesn't feel like the same like thing, like thing at all.
2: Sets in Star Wars that use matte paintings, like um, whenever uh, Obi Wan turns off the thingy doodle right? Uh, In in the big, you know, you know the where where he's he's
0: turning off the switch in the yeah, he turns off the switch, and it's
2: a matte painting, but it feels enormous, you know, because it feels like if you you fell into perspective
0: going all the way down, yeah,
2: yeah, if if you fell into that, you would fall forever. And here, there's like none of that. It's just, it's astonishing how claustrophobic this movie feels.
0: Yeah, I also looked up to see because I was like, well, it is 2004. Were they filming digitally? Because that's sort of like the beginning of when digital Mm -hmm. was like coming into the film industry. Mm -hmm. Nope. Still shot on film. Still shot on like panamorphic lenses and like fucking it's just I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what happened. Yeah, might, man, maybe it was like a really bad transfer that went to DVD or Blu-ray, yeah, and then it just keeps I, getting repeated. Like that kind of shit happens a lot, and it might have not gone back and gotten remastered. It might be like that the actual prints in the theater were much brighter or something. I don't know. No, might be some sort of technical. I,
2: I, no, I was there, man. I was there in two thousand four. I remember what it looked like, <laughs> and it looked like this. It looked weird and pink and claustrophobic. Yeah.
1: And over, yeah, like everything is just like, uh, it just like kind of washed out and weird. And like you could almost say, like, well, because like you see that pretty much from the very first scene with Think of Me, just like this bright, like white, washed out lighting. And you're like, well, okay, that is like a megawatt lamp that did not exist in 1870 when they set the movie, you know? But like, okay, I'll buy that it's meant to be stage lighting. But you just then see it in like the, like, again, like that scene with the managers, I fucking hate it. It's like, once you pointed that out to me, Lindsay, like years ago, I cannot like unsee it. I'm just like, this looks like they just got floodlights and just like, yeah, boom, it's like, there's no
2: lights there in the actual opera Garnier. Like for one yeah. thing, it's like, they could have just, could they not rent out the, the, the front hall of the opera Garnier for like 10 minutes, Lord Jesus, uh, or, but
1: like,
0: not enough left over.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> the $80 million. million dollars. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, we had to build a new set instead of just like renting out the front hall of the opera for like two minutes.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, but like, I, I feel like it's like we bought this, we built this set, and so we have to film in it, even in this, like, scene that does not make sense to film it in, which is the note scene where they're just complaining about, like, you got this? Well, you got this? You know, and in the stage show, it's there in the office. And here, it's just, like, they're in this weirdly small foyer yeah. of um, the opera. and it just And it's just, like, so brightly lit. And then, like, the other thing is, like, you look at other... Scenes that should have be contrast, like, you know, down in the lair where you'd think that, like, okay, in order to make it feel big and mysterious, maybe we would, um, I don't know, put the background into. Shadow where yeah. we can't see it, you know, but then that. we don't know how far deep back it goes. But no, right. it's just like it's it's like it's like a ride. Actually, no, I take that back. Rides are lit better than this because rides yes. like fucking Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> looks bigger than it is because yes. it like <laughs> the darkness, yeah. uh, you know, it knows how to use light and shadow in a way that makes the ride feel bigger than it is. So this yeah. is a, it's a it, badly made movie.
1: It, it definitely felt like <laughs> a like a cave in. Like a mini golf course was like the yeah, it like, really
2: reminds yeah. me of like the mini golf course at, in our mall growing yeah. up.
1: When people cast non singers in musicals, like you know, you can do it in a way that makes a really great point. Like Sally Bowles does not have to be a great singer in cabaret, that is not the point of Sally Bowles, that is not like part of selling believability or 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 uh, any sort of motivation for a character or whatnot, and so like. To sell somebody like Gerard Butler as the Phantom of the Opera, who's supposed to be a musical genius, is kind of endemic to everything about this. Like, there's no thought about how it actually plays out on film. To go back to another
2: movie that came out around the same time (laughs) that we've discussed previously, starring He Who Shall Not Be Named, Uh, also not a singer... Uh, (laughs) but it, it, it worked. Yeah. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I agree. Uh, because despite this fact, because like his, his being, uh, the voice of an angel <laughs> was not, you know, a, 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 an important part of being a demon barber of Fleet Street. Yeah, uh, right. But sure. like here, it's just like every time he starts singing, it feels like a comedy beat, especially towards the end when he just stops singing and just starts yelling.
0: Down that path into darkness
1: deep as hell.
2: And that's yeah. honestly the only part where I feel like he feels natural. Uh, is like you We're know him. Like yes. screaming.
0: Like the mix I, was terrible. Every time he would come on, it would just like the volume would go up like <laughs> like eighty five decibels. <laughs> I had to keep yeah. like riding the fucking volume mm-hmm. button on my on like, my oh, television. He's going,
2: damn you! Smarter.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. You, you kind of half expect him to show up and kick Raoul down that hole whenever Raoul sees that. Would have been cool. I would have been into yeah. it. Honestly, <laughs> that would have been sweet as hell cuz cuz like the other thing is like we we we've established that Gerard Butler is not a perv because he cannot even feign attraction to 16 year old emmy rossom <laughs> yeah. right? but you know what he can do is is be angry at her and that's yeah. the only time i believe him is when he's yeah. screaming his frustration <laughs> at this child yeah uh so that's believable
1: i uh there's a the really funny uh clip of him from an interview done years after this movie was being made where phantom gets brought up and he's just like yeah, you know, as an actor, you always want to try to do new things. And he's like, and I remember getting the part for this and being like, I can't believe I'm here. I'm walking around these sets and I don't even know how to sing. And it's like, <laughs> it's like you don't say. Like, I wow. They'll just, uh, uh, they'll just cast
2: anybody. Like, like, it's it, like, it, 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 it just like, I, I, I really feel like Joel Schumacher is so like weirdly detached from what is, considered sexy or like what even he considers sexy he's just like men like 16 year old girls right yeah. and so like because it does not make sense to cast a 16 year old because she's not a teenager in the show or in the yeah. book like yeah this is not a teenage character <laughs> and so like when we get to point of no return yeah. it, it, it just it looks so goofy you just like you know her her like there's <laughs> Right. You know, it'd be like the, the, there's like one shoulder sleeve falling off. And she's like, come and get it, big boy. And it's just like, in (laughs) pursuit of your deepest touch, And it's just like, what? (laughs) BTS. (laughs) Like, like, here's the thing. I get that, like, teenagers are sexy to each other. Like, teens have sex in the way that, like, Craft mac and cheese is technically considered cooking you know but like this is like no adult oh, would fuck. look at this child and be like yeah yeah <laughs> unless you're a weirdo yeah. and so like there was no way that this casting was ever going to work because like you know a 16 year old can't do sexy unless they're like a phenomenal actor with like a horrible mm. dark past right. or your weird pervert which I don't think Gerard Butler is yeah <laughs> so no but,
0: yeah. but like the lack of chemistry it's like I said earlier from the time that we actually saw it back in 2020 where there right. was no chemistry oh, between the two oh my of them God. which is God, yeah. which is yeah, what was, I'm saying it's was it was like bad
2: but at least that was like two adults there was no excuse there like, Yeah. But what I'm saying like is it's freaking... like this
0: is this is exactly how it felt for me when I was watching sure, at the sure. same time like it's just another one where I'm like I still don't understand the appeal of this I don't see the love story it's just just like this weird creepy guy who goes around screaming and murdering people like that's basically <laughs> it like that I is walked the last the conclusion. how dare
2: you yeah well that that does remind <laughs> me uh spe- speaking We're 0 for of two. speaking of when it works um did you did you catch Ramin Karimloo's uh, cameo?
0: No, I, I read about it, but I didn't, I, ah, I never didn't remember ah. what he looks like. So I did right. see. mister Two C-Seconds. Like he was the, the dead Mr. dad or something, yeah, oh, right? Yeah, he,
2: he plays Christine's dad, which is yeah. very yeah. weird. This is before yeah. he was ever remotely involved with Phantom too. So this is just like a huge Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Oh, shit. I thought that was like a nod to him.
1: No, no. He had played Raoul, I think, at that point. He had been on as Raoul. I'm like oh, 99% yeah. he, sure. He was not yet Phantom. Yeah, I'm pretty uh, sure he was. You would not be the Phantom for like another four or five years. Yeah. Uh, speaking yeah, of uh, Rouse, I, I saw our boy Paul Schaefer as Rowl a few weeks ago. Is Raul and uh, it was a uh, quite awful. Paul Schaefer. <laughs> what? Yeah. No, not Paul Schaefer. Oh, yeah. So his not name Paul
0: Schaefer. Paul Schaefer. Paul Schaefer, Schaefer David Letterman. Yeah. Paul not Schaefer. Not David Letterman. <laughs> Paul Schaefer.
2: Phantom. <laughs> Paul Schaefer. Like Paul W. Schaefer, who who played uh, who was the understudy when Christine. we saw the Phantom, and he shows
0: up with the yeah. sheet and <laughs> sunglasses.
2: <laughs> well, he wasn't the masked singer yeah
0: oh he was okay
2: yeah we've been having a tea t-pain kind of uh week mm. and like i've been going through all like these mass singer like <laughs> compilations of, like oh paul schaefer but no not that paul schaefer the paul schaefer who played the phantom uh when we saw it uh is just the swing for everybody apparently
1: they have so many like yeah. i i feel so like watching this i and again i was like sitting there trying to put myself in cop issues for this because like Basically, what you're saying is kind of what I expected I from this. That. Like, I don't... I You know, what I try. And at the same time, it's like I have, you know, a lot of friends that I've met through fandom who were younger than me, and this was their introduction to yeah. fandom, and I wouldn't be friends with them if it weren't for this movie, and so, like, they're very apologetic about it, but also they love it, and I try to understand, and, like, I started this movie... Basically, I watched it all tonight, but I tried to watch it um, around, like, Thursday, Friday, um, and I had to mm-hmm. stop. Like, I, I, it was just like I had... I, I had to stop. Like, I was just like, this is too... The first 20 minutes, I was like, I'm okay. Okay, fine. This is, like, not great, but whatever. And then as soon as Gerard Butler shows up, it just was like... It felt like a very weird, like, therapy breakthrough thing where it was just kind of like a, oh, so this is what you like. This is is it right now. And, like, I've seen so many productions of this show where, like... Mm And, you know, nothing I ever say to you is going to sell you on this whatsoever. And I've accepted that defeat. Um, But, like, I've seen so many versions of this show where it's not a defeat. I see you. Yeah, I see you. <laughs> um, but like, where like you'll see people who just like make it work in spite of itself because it is pretty doofy material. Um, and then just sitting here watching this was hard, and it made me understand mm. every man standing outside of a Sephora or an Anthropology with like a look of <laughs> on their face. Like, like that yeah. was. I I try like I tried to go into this with goodwill and. Um, I just, I uh,
2: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I I just I mean, I guess that was sort of my problem was like, what can I say about this that I haven't already said? Because like my big problem with this is not even as an adaptation, it's just hmm bad at movie. It's and also
0: too long as I say about every fucking movie but this in particular I feel like when he, she first goes down into the lair and like they're you know she meets what's his, uh, fucking Eric or whatever. She goes that scene is like 45 Caribbean. minutes long yeah. right. Am <laughs> yes, I wrong. Yes, like, it just felt yeah. like an well, eternity. Did you like
2: whenever she like because again Jill Schumacher doesn't know how to make something sexy so she magically just gets eyeshadow <laughs> and he's like yes, oh yeah she's sexy. she's sexy. She's sexy she's got eyeshadow now she's got- and you just like you rewatch like again I was Watching it at two x speed, and you could just see like Gerard Butler, so not being into it, and so yeah. like I don't. I feel like he could tell like I can't be too into it, or people are gonna think I'm a pervert. So like you know this scene where he's like this like I'm trying to seduce you, and she's got like this incredibly tight corset, and this yeah, but it's really like dark very eye shadow. But like she's so like I don't know what's going on. Yeah, like this this look on her face, and he like. Just is so not into it. It's just amazing, like the sheer dearth of chemistry. It's just it's just like that version we saw back in 2020. Oh man,
0: yeah. no, I- they should have hired David Bowie to be in that. Just sort of like labyrinth, like that's oh, the kind of vibe. Yeah, that, he that to have. is
1: like 100. <laughs> percent The man that fell to earth, shit. Like I would eat that. Like so, like I understand the at to- About the right age too, Ooh, right? right? <laughs> Even like in his yeah. 50s. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like why? Why didn't we? Why? Why not that? Well, it's kind um, of like how I'm still, Bowie still Bowie like smart, you know
2: I have, I don't have a lot of <laughs> I mean I do have a lot of criticisms of Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings, but they're all nitpicks of love. But the big one was when I found out that like um, David Bowie really wanted to play Elrond. Oh, right. And yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and they what? cast Hugo Weaving instead. Yeah. And to uh, me, Hugo Weaving was always like the one weird miscast. Like yeah. he's fine, I guess. But like He's still, kind of doesn't believe look it like it could have
0: been Bowie, right?
2: It could yeah. have been Bowie Holy who would have like looked the part, already has this like weird, ethereal, yeah. like self about him. He would have been the perfect, just age. showed up, right. like, even
0: not even in costume, just like yeah, wearing just his regular just clothes. Show up I would like, have bought it. Yeah, yeah,
2: exactly. And uh, yeah, it, it, and that's just sort of like a one, one big missed opportunity. Poor moi, yeah,
0: oh my um, god. I didn't even know that. That's crazy. Yeah,
1: They couldn't even cast Jermaine Clement doing his David Bowie as Elrond. Like, <laughs> we got Hugo Weaving. Sorry, Hugo Weaving to disrespect you like that. I mean,
2: I mean, again, it's just sort of like it's it's an embarrassment of riches. Like, mm. it's... Uh, um, but, you know, it's just like when you find out what could have been, it's just like, yeah. oh, okay,
1: fine. Yeah, yeah. It's like, again, it's like, would it have been better if Hugh Jackman had been cast? Uh, probably, yes. But, like, would we have been deprived of
2: darkness deepest
1: oh also God. yes <laughs> yes uh which loud. yeah that was that was that was uh, that was something right there again um, when,
2: the only the only moments where you feel like he he feels like he's in his element is when he's yelling uh cuz <laughs> really it was like I, it. I thought it yeah, was just awful until 300 came out and I was like, oh, this is what he was meant to do. Yeah. Sure. At the same time, I don't, I, I don't Incredible understand why Gerard apps. Butler is like a star because I feel mm. like I, I'm just like, why is Gerard Butler? He's only been good at one thing, which is yelling. Yeah. And he's only really done that one time. Well, which is 300. <laughs> I can't, th- I can't think of another good use of your he's, Gerard he's, Butler. He's good in how to train your dragon. Yeah. Okay. okay.
0: Well, yeah, yeah. I forgot he was in that. He's,
1: he's he's he's, he's,
2: he's, he's, pretty, I guess he's, he's, he's almost arguably playing himself in that. <laughs> sure.
0: right. What yeah. Gerard Butler even been in. I'm trying to remember. Uh, Olympus has fallen. dare you? He <laughs> was in a?
2: Yes, I love you. Yeah. Starring uh, oh. Hilary Swank.
1: What was like, the Catherine uh, Heigel one that he was in? It's like the other. Oh he, right. The other like, sex or something uh, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Where he, yeah, where he where plays he, like a pickup artist. Yeah. Where he plays yeah. a PUA. Yeah. He had this weird
2: streak where he was trying to be uh, like. Uh, a, a, a romantic call. comedy leading man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was very strange. Like, it just seems like Hollywood has kept try- trying to make Fetch happen for the longest right, time. <laughs> and, yeah. they, and I don't know why. Uh, because, like, Gerard Butler, I, I mean, I think, I think he must be, like, a really nice person because, like, everything <laughs> I hear about him is, like, he's just a really fun guy. He is, yeah. like, a capital a alcoholic he is wasted all the time yeah. but he's a fun drunk he's yeah. really nice when he's drunk yeah. and so he's just like everybody wants to hang out with him and sure. he's also really easy to work with he gets along with
1: everybody listen yeah. so, so much like,
0: of the film industry is just like can you stand to be around this person for 16 hours a day every day for 5 months can sure. they hit like, their marks and remember their lines you will keep working <laughs> right. as long I as you're that, that's, that's my
2: personal explanation for sure. Gerard butler is he's he's chill Scottish not a pervert and uh, that's so that's why he keeps getting days. work because <laughs> I was just like oh man because I I watched Geostorm in theaters hand to Christ I cannot remember a single frame of that movie <laughs> <laughs> Um, I was very high though. I think that, that was, was sure. a movie I watched because I was too high to drive. <laughs> so <laughs> I had to like, get, you know, <laughs> sober up. I'll go, yeah, I had to go sober <laughs> up. But, like I did that with Pirates of the Caribbean 5, which oh. I've seen twice in theaters. Oh, man. Like, but yeah, I was just like what a California story. is. like I, yeah. I, I don't smoke or a lot or so like my tolerance is pretty low, and my friend whose tolerance is very high, uh, mm. gave me some weed, and then I like could barely walk. I'm like, fuck. God damn it. The only thing that's playing is Pirates of the Caribbean five. Why does everything go back to he who must not be named?
1: I mean, I am, I am glad I watched this sober because as I was watching this, this, I, this was like a movie that just felt like a nightmare, blunt rotation all in one film. Like (laughs) there's just so many things being thrown at you very loudly. Like I, I feel and brightly. Old, and brightly, quite <laughs> brightly. Like this is just like a like this is an uh, audit.
2: Like I'm a yeah, baby, it's Like Joel Schumacher's is, like, if it's louder and it's brighter, that means it's better. Okay. Yeah. But I feel like uh, it, it stands in interesting contrast to uh Patrick Wilson who can yes. sing.
1: Yeah. That's um what makes this the
0: only was he a Broadway guy before he became Yes no? he was. He, yes, an he, was
1: actor? he was. He was a Broadway oh, guy. He was? Yeah, he, he, oh, I he like that. He was nominated for like a Tony for like the full Monty. Yeah, he'd been working in Broadway since oh, really? the nineties. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's oh, he, 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 he was a movie guy. No, he's a Broadway he dude. A movie guy. He he transcended.
2: He 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 also chain flew being. right into that Zack Snyder connection. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he played. He was in Watchmen. It's the
0: Snyderverse extended.
2: Yeah, this
1: this the s uh, extended universe. Yeah, they've all had very um, like strange post-Phantom careers, and this was like supposed to be like kind of a breakout movie for all of them. Yeah, because
2: considering like considering Emmy Rossum's
1: you know big role was in a
2: comedy like a tv comedy like everyone yeah every every, everyone who was in this movie kind of looked at it and went nah yeah especially like because patrick wilson whose big roles after this were in Watchmen and um what's it hard candy
1: oh hard candy and then (laughs) he's he's, uh, he's never saw hard candy oh man He's he's the p word and uh, oh, what, he's, uh, he's in the Conjuring series too. Like he's right. Like, I was
0: gonna say he was in that horror series that he that was really yeah, popular. or the
1: Annabelle ones. Right? Is that the is Annabelle mm. the Conjuring in the same universe? But yeah, they've all had like very like hmm careers after that. I mean, very I, careers I, I, I
2: yeah. again. Like well, I, I feel like Patrick Wilson is a strong character actor. Yes. Uh, so it's interesting to see him as a leading man in this. Arguably, I think he works really well. I think he is. Uh, one of the few people who is really well cast. I also think Miranda Richardson is well cast. She's sure, yeah, yeah. the gallant Maxwell I, of the series. I did
0: get a kick out of Minnie Driver, though. She did crack me up. Oh, man, yeah, exactly. she the strongest who knows part Italian accent.
2: She's in. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> she was the
0: strongest part of the whole film to me. All she's of her like, scenes, I was like, why yes. are they cutting away from her? She's really fun.
2: <laughs> we get more Minnie and Driver. it's also this weird that, like, this was kind of one of her last big Hollywood movies uh, yeah. for a while. Yeah. You know, Cause like after that, she kind of dropped off. Um, but yeah, she's great. I, I, I maybe she's the anti Gerard Butler where she's yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> good at being a character actor. Uh, I don't know. It's, 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 it's odd to me that Minnie driver isn't in more movies as a yeah. comedic actress. Yeah. Cause she's
1: funny. As hell. That's what I always
0: think of her as. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so let me ask you guys, then, did you have anyone in mind that you thought would have been a better choice for this than Joel Schumacher? Because I think at this point in his career, he's kind of in movie jail after Batman and Robin, like, totally tanks. And he's really just, like, a. Mm -hmm. in fairness, it's like everyone thinks of the Batman series as being, like, his defining thing, which because it's so stylized. Mm -hmm. But really, he was always just, like, a studio director who would just sort of, like, do whatever. Like, he doesn't really have... Any specific consistency, like as far as being like an auteur or being like a really distinguished director, like that you can yeah, point no, to? Yeah, no,
2: he sucks. Sure. Um, to, like, to me, I, I like this is the same thing I said in the video, which is like it's like you said, he's a studio hack. I feel like it's not stylized enough. Yeah. So yeah, the answer I would argue to me that that was the case is,
0: too. is, yeah, I was thought it would Lerman. be more heightened. Like I feel
2: like it should be more yeah. like Moulin Rouge because it's yeah. like it's already goofy. You know, yeah. it's just like go because like, this came out right after uh, Chicago or like right before. Uh, Cur- it, I forget uh, Chicago's 2002 right yeah Chicago came out yeah. Yeah. so like this went into production right after Chicago won 8 million awards so mm-hmm. they were trying to do this like really misguided realism thing Mm-hmm. Um, which they kind of half ass so which is where you end up with like the arms coming out of the wall oh, with the candles yeah. and the, the super literal yeah, candles yeah. coming out of the super literal water Yeah, and you know and on top of the fact that it's just it like the the camera is very stationary there's no like magic to this there's no you know it's just a, the thing another thing with the show is there's always kind of this is here isn't he kind of uh you know got a supernatural thing going you mm-hmm. know which they could have played up they could have made it feel more like uh, you know like the the weird magical realism of Moulin rouge sure uh, but instead they went chicago words which was uh, misguided i m h o uh
1: my other my other choice for uh, of of directors who were working at the time and had a name mm-hmm. and who would have do this i was like m- maybe ang lee like Ang Lee has done such a prompt diverse. Oh, like he's, interesting he's, choice. Yeah, like, I, I'm just like thinking between, like, uh, S- sucked, uh, it would have sucked, interestingly. Yeah, yeah. Like, Hulk. like, yeah, exactly. See like, my, when Ang Lee, hey. here's here's
2: my counterpoint to Ang Lee is like, when he does stylism, like, he does it, again, way too literally, which was the Shh. problem
1: with Hulk.
0: Oh, did you say Hulk sure. with the comic panels? Yeah, sure, yeah. the comic book
1: panels, you're like, get it? Get yeah. it? I guess it was like, I mean, like, I was thinking, like, between, he's really good at, like, um, I love his period pieces so much. Like *Sense and Sensibility* is one of my favorite things, and he's really good at getting like visual tone across like very easily. And also and his uh, and his
2: camera work doesn't look like a s- smashed anus. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah.
1: Uh, but like that, with and then the light like, on it. Then like a crouching tiger, Hidden dragon anus. is like so much high melodrama done like really, really well and really, really big. Yeah, and really, really thoughtfully. I'm like and colorfully. Yeah, yeah. Let, like I'm like, let, it let doesn't Amy feel do it. claustrophobic. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, like I'm just gonna put out. No, I, th- I think I think Engly. Yeah, I
2: think maybe he would have been better because like I think maybe Boslerman would have been too stylistic. Engly sure. might have been a good middle ground between yes. like studio hack and <laughs> like <laughs> let's like maybe let's not go Chicago. You know. Yeah. Yeah, just, just like there's so much Chicago influence in this, but if, in a way that feels really hasty and not thought out.
1: Yeah. You know, just yeah. that they
2: were like, well, Chicago won a million awards and they were they were more realistic. So yeah. let's go that that away. And I hope know they'll get us awards.
1: If only they had cast John C. Riley as the Phantom. Like it was right there. The whole thing.
0: Oh <laughs> you see, you shit! It was there,
2: it's and he's right tall. That amazing. Yeah. yeah, and you yeah. know what? With the weird age gap, it's all it's Sorry, fine. Right? It's yeah. just hey,
0: as bad. Yeah. Like, <laughs>
1: Would have oh, come I mean, downstairs <laughs> with me
0: Into the basement. Darkness deepest. As... <laughs> oh. <laughs> Music of the night. He's, yeah. he's got a really big head too. I've seen him in person once. It's oh, gigantic. Really? It's so I know. Incredible. I, I saw, or no, it's you weren't so there. I saw big. him
2: uh, at, uh, uh, it was actually a little shop of horrors in Pasadena. Oh. Uh, he's such a tall person. He's oh. huge. Like, yeah, I, but his like, head is like he, I mean impossible like a mean to way. miss it's just because like, like he towers huge. above everybody. Yeah.
1: He must get recognized constantly because he's just like, oh, yeah. you look at are like, there's a tall guy. Oh my God, it's yeah. Chauncey Riley. I mean, yeah. it makes sense because he's next to Will Ferrell throughout all of Step Brothers, and they look relatively oh, yes. the same <laughs> height. <laughs> That's also a massive man really with tall. a big head. <laughs> What's yeah. the line? He's like, you're a big fat Curly-headed fuck, and I hate you, or something like that. I'm like, yes, take those. Why don't they are, make a Step Brothers them,
0: so. musical, man? That would be a great oh, one for us. Step Brothers makes a lot of sense. I, honestly, yeah.
1: I'd be, I'd be so boats about boats and hoes.
0: Boats and hoes. That's a whole song. They <laughs> well, have. you got
1: to write it. You got to write yeah, it. Exactly. <laughs> got to be the Eddie
2: Perfect you want to see in the world.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, true. Um, if you can make Twisted happen, cut. I think Step Brothers, uh, the musical, would be a great deep cut. Um,
0: that would be fantastic.
1: It even like
2: like there was one thing I, that I think might have been a um, callback to Cabaret in a bad way because uh, mm-hmm. one of the things that Bob Fosse did in the original Cabaret that I hate is during the mm-hmm. opening number it keeps cutting between Vilkan and um,
1: oh yeah oh, yeah they're just what's cut. his name. Arriving in I Berlin. I can't even remember yeah. his name. He, he's uh,
2: Basil Exposition in the <laughs> yeah. in- His name's not
1: even oh, Cliff Michael, in the movie. Uh, Michael, Yor- Michael York
2: Michael York. Yeah, Michael York. My- uh, Michael York. Like I can't yeah. even remember the character's name. It's not Cliff. Uh, it's Cliff in the oh, musical, it's, for it's, for, it's, it's yeah, yeah, It's right, something, it's something else. else. It's like Michael yeah. or Brian. His name is Brian. Oh, right. Brian. Um, it's, it's like what's boringer than Cliff? Brian. Yeah. Um <laughs> and so like they keep cutting like him arriving in Berlin in with the musical number yeah um which sucks asshole it's just like it ruins it for me and it's just like you know it's just like one of these like great moments in musical history that just like and so because i think there's something about like the young ingenue arriving on scene that Mm. like if you're gonna do it it deserves its own thing or don't do it at all because we get right. it. They're new here. Like, right. we don't need to <laughs> right. see Raúl arriving at the opera yeah. during, like, this, you know, still the big swell of, yeah. you know, the opening on track. Yeah. And it just, like, it, it does, it's like just a couple of little edits with Raúl arriving and I just, like, I'm, like, but how would you know he was coming to the opera how would you know how would you know he's arriving yeah. except for they introduce him two minutes later yeah and like there's so much to hate about the way they did the opening It like where it's just like because you can see there's kernels of good idea in there because like so the way the show opens works on stage for a reason that it does not work on film which is you got this big set piece, which is the chandelier and like Mm -hmm. surprise it's going over the audience. And so you can't do that in a movie. So what they do instead is they do this, like we're going back in time thing and uh, where they cut from like this, silent movie black and white aesthetic to the color of the 1880s, um, which were, were in theory would be, it's a good idea, but the like and, and punching like, through. Yeah. There are moments when you're like, okay, I see what they're going for, but yeah. then it immediately, like, just like the way the edits don't cut on the music. The, it doesn't flow with anything. It's just like, it's not capturing the majesty of anything. The shots and the cuts themselves don't match the music. It's just random. And I hate
1: it.
0: Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like they
2: stress, I, think, they, I think it frustrates me because I I think so mu- I, you know, I, you can see the potential in it, you know? and yeah. I think that's why this movie is so frustrating. It's like, you'll see, like, oh, someone had a good idea somewhere down the line, yeah. and then it just didn't translate.
1: Yeah. it's. I, I just think this movie's interesting to me because it really is, like, prescient of what Andrew Lloyd Webber's career ends up being, maybe because of that, but, like, like so much of this is just, uh, of his life now is just reproducing his shit and digging into his own shit, and, you know, I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing, especially when you're older, to just be like, I invest myself in the things that I've made that worked for me. Um, but, um, you know, this is movie makes a great case of learning how to let your past successes go and to move on from them. I, I don't know.
2: I, I don't know if I agree, because I really feel like it, it I'm not saying it could have been like, Great, but mm-hmm. it could have been fun in the way that Mulan sure. is fun. Yeah, with because like half the elements. Oh no! There, so 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 know? let me let me. Like half the cast is great. You know, it's just like it's just like the cinematography is awful. The directing is awful, and the two leads are terrible. Uh, but there are like ideas there. You know, where it's just like with you know again like with Ang Lee, we could yes. have had like a fun
1: romp <laughs> well so what I'm saying is 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 you know like I don't I don't disagree with that what it is is that Andrew Lloyd Webber had total creative control over this and had to produce it himself and do the people that had nobody to pull him back and say like hey let maybe somebody else have the creative vision here for a hot moment you know and let competent people make this and then maybe you might have gotten a decent movie but just like the amount that he had to put himself into this movie and the amount he still has to put mm-hmm. himself into everything that he has ever made is He's like backseat directing,
0: is, essentially. You're is, saying is of exactly, this. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah not yeah. think he was. I think it was all Schumacher. I think, I think
2: Schumacher was like, I know what I'm doing, buddy. And Andrew Ludwig was like, You got this, bro. And that's why they ended up with it. With because, the, like, then you have later um, entries like Cats, where Andrew Lloyd Webber had next to no uh, creative input. And like, this is maybe he should have
0: good. after we watched that fucking movie.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I feel like this poor man, like the best we ever got from him was Evita, you mm-hmm. know, cause like after a point point, she's like, he, you know, it, it kind of remains to be seen what he does and does not actually contribute. But I do think he knows like, well, film's not my thing, and I trust Joel Schumacher for some stupid fucking reason. So I feel like, really, the okay, and this is just me guessing, this is, but like, I, I really feel like his creative vision was putting too much faith in Joel Schumacher, who had already proven himself completely incompetent.
1: You know, Angela Lloyd Webber is very in, involved in pushing for Gerard Butler in this role. Like, so, like. Right. And to me. But I, I, I feel I, like
2: that was, like, I, I feel like he was talked into that. Same with mm, Emmy Rossum. Mm. Because, like, that does not make any sense. <laughs> like, a, you know, I, it feels like a Hollywood guy talked him into it because, like, oh, this guy is, like, so hot right now. He's, uh, he's going to be the next big thing, you know? I
0: mean, you know, this. You know, uh
1: was the guy who put Steve Harley as the Phantom when he was pushing it as a single to be fair
2: so. as a single Steve Harley yeah. <laughs>
1: oh. no oh, well Steve Harley for like the longest time was under the impression it was going to be him and then it was not right yeah <laughs> Oh, yeah, poor yeah. That, that poor guy that poor man. dude oh man I, I love his extremely music extremely poor man's panel. Huey Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, as far
0: as uh, as far as my money's concerned in terms of the director question you guys mm-hmm. did mention that Antonio Banderas really wanted to be in it
1: mm-hmm. uh, oh are I actually think not- Alma-
0: <laughs> Almodovar, Almodovar would have been a really interesting choice who oh, would have fuck, taken yeah. this into like mm, a really weird direction. Yeah. This is like would a host totally of understood era. like the bizarre. Oh.
2: Yeah. Or extremely like, uh, oh, what's his name? Who did uh, Harry Potter 3? Oh, Alfonso Cuaron. Oh, Cuaron. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he would have been pretty good with it too. I think you're right.
2: Yeah, because Cuarons are always like little individual nuggets of like, they're, no two of his movies are the same. Yeah. So mm. I feel like he could have really made something Unique, yeah. if not amazing. I, th- I forget if I if I put this in in that video. I'm gonna have to rewatch it and be like, oh, I already said mm. this, but like I kept thinking of this Roger <laughs> Roger Ebert quote from his review of Battlefield Earth. Um, Roger Ebert said of Battlefield Earth, it was written in 1980 by L. Ron Hubbard, the founder of Scientology. The, fi- the film contains no evidence of Scientology nor any other system of thought. It is shapeless and senseless without a compelling plot or characters we care for in the slightest. The director, Roger Christian, has learned from better films that directors sometimes tilt their cameras, but he has not learned why. And that's how I feel about the the... Okay. the yeah. The cinematography in this movie, because I feel like like whenever I think of this movie, it's like we can harp on the cast all we want. But I just I cannot. I'm obsessed with how bad the cinematography is because there's so many things that they use in it because I think other movies used it. But they don't know why.
1: Right.
0: Right. It's fashionable. Right. It was used in a bigger movie that was famous.
1: They had. Why? Why is the
2: not? Why does the editing not match the music? (laughs) Right.
0: It's stylistic. All right. Oh, it's a whole new thing. It's
1: too sophisticated. So too I was, sophisticated, I, yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's I was on the on the beat. I was watching this with um really like with my my Bose headphones on, and I've never watched this movie with headphones on before, and I do not recommend it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I saw that you um, for, for many reasons. <laughs> but um, I had never noticed how bad the ADR in this movie is. Like it's there's, there's like oh, moments yeah. that are it's shocking. like shocking. Like like, there will be like
2: it there will be dialogue, and then it'll uh start into a song and it sounds like it's in a different channel.
1: Yeah, because
2: yeah. it is. <laughs> because yes. it's in a different fucking channel. The mix in this is so bad. Shit, oh. I'm so
1: I'm so mad cuz I, I <laughs> just remembered pertinent when this came out and this idea of like, oh no, this is what I'm about. Uh, when this movie came out, The Onion wrote an article a, like a, a, a fake review <laughs> of this movie and it's just like uh, people coming out of a days after seeing Phantom of the Opera not known. Like, oh god, I just remembered it. And I remember reading it in high school being like, no, this isn't me. This isn't this isn't who I am. Oh my god. I'm like, huh. <laughs>
2: Phantom of the Opera viewers treated for post melodramatic yeah. disorder. <laughs> yes, that was it, yeah. <laughs> I think it's weird that they make the managers like curvy and useless. Like uh, we're yeah. in
1: the scrap
0: metal business. Yeah, like business. sniffs the shoe like, at like, one okay. point, right?
2: Yeah. Uh, Kieran Hines wants to
1: screw Christine. Um, oh, I can't even talk about Kieran Hines in this movie. Caroline's in this movie hurts me because I love him so much, and this is a, yeah. This is certainly a performance it's by not, him. He wasn't
0: in this. We're just going to pretend like it didn't happen.
1: Yeah, he, he just was not in it. I mean, this. I didn't recognize
2: him for the longest time, so <laughs> well, the, the mustache man. hid him well. Yeah. Um, the weird pushing my face into the organ music at the end is the opera is... <laughs> of exploding it just sounds like someone is pushing their face into the <laughs> yeah. alright
0: so the the thing I gotta ask is what the fuck else are we gonna have to watch that has to do with fin- is this the end of it finally or, or is there uh, more to I, do there, after I, this
1: I, I, there's, there's still plenty more maybe uh, there is so many there is so, so, so many <laughs> So oh we many. Have
2: a, There's the there's the, what about the one that actually has the Persian in it? Was it the David
1: Stoller version? It's the David or... Stoller one. That one ends oh. too with like as soon as Christine Ooh. runs away, it ends with. Oh, like don't the, spoil it! Don't no, spoil okay, it! Okay, okay, we okay, might, okay. Oh yeah, yeah. We might have to we might
2: have to come back to that. Yeah, the, yeah dude, it, yes. it has a it has an ending. You will not it, forget. Literally, <laughs> the only thing I remember about that. Yeah, oh, it' bad. Yeah, there's still there's
1: many. There's the Yeston carpet one, which right, yeah. Like. It, for some reason um, yeah no this is this is just the surface of, of phantom musicals that are out yeah. there so I'm so sorry uh, you thought you were done and uh, it,
0: it never ends it, it never, never, never ends escape ends.
1: There's no escaping the music. I was of hoping because I
0: was watching this and I'm like, I don't know what I can say about this that we haven't already said.
1: <laughs> don't feel, you worry. And I'm like, don't you worry.
2: We have plenty that's... to say about this movie right. to make up for any, any, any deficiencies that you might be feeling. Right, but I guess exactly. I guess we could say at least there's uh, uh, that's pretty much it for the Andrew Lloyd Webber verse.
1: Yeah. But that I, does not mean
2: that there's no more musicals. There are there are plenty
1: yeah, there are no more Angeloid Weber Webber Phantom musicals that we know of yet. He's still alive. Okay, so yeah. So, uh, yeah. And that's there's the thing time. that's making him money. It's the thing that's making him money. So, for all we know, we're getting okay. Phantom 3, Back from the Dead. Can't wait for it.
0: <laughs> Phantom love Harder. Love still lives.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> love, um, love keeps trucking. Love truckin'. dies harder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, there's <laughs> live, th- Laugh, Love. That's yeah, probably going to be love. the name yeah. of the yeah. third one. No, <laughs>
2: It's the three and a half men of the uh, Phantom verse, where he sure. and Raoul are raising the kid together.
0: Right, oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, God.
1: yeah, exactly. Watching is going, going to fine until yeah,
2: one day uh, Raoul gets a job, yeah. and the Phantom gets jealous.
1: Well, not like to like mention that. No, Raoul
0: finds a new person to date. I think is what it is. But Phantom Yeah, do and it. Phantom
2: yeah. realizes the whole time they were missing. They were. They yeah. were really the true. Couple oh, there. we just oh, wrote a fanfic.
0: Yeah.
1: Yes. Oh, <laughs> beautiful. See, it's you're a
2: popular, you're a fan. one, isn't it? Like. Oh yeah, oh, where this they already exists. I don't yes. even oh. know what the what the pairing is called because in my day, Phantom and Raul did not fuck, but they do now. Oh, apparently. they fuck
1: all the time now. Good for her. Good for them. Rarick. Yeah. Rarick, I guess it's Rarick, I guess when I see it yeah.
2: <laughs> it does exist. In, See, he's he's P-H-E-R-I-K. laughing because he doesn't. R-I-K. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't know about uh, ship names. Yeah. Oh, Very. like Benefer and stuff. But yeah, with like Benifer. Yeah, no, yeah, like, that's, that's, exactly. That, like Benifer is. Oh, a wait, ship no, name. Eric
0: is the Phantom, so it would be right. Foul yeah, or something. I guess Foul.
2: Foul. Foul.
0: Foul. Foul. Foul.
2: I'm here for Foul.
1: For yeah, but what's it uh, what's,
2: what's, like, uh, Christina, Ar- so what was snip. it? Uh- it's Eric Steen. It's <laughs> oh, terrible. I, what, what was it? Was it Aristine? No. Aristine. That, 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 that. That was it, not what it was called. That, yeah, that's, I, I that's, don't believe that was there, man. Well, that was people, no,
1: no, because it can't be Cherik because that's the reference to the Charles Dance version. Um, so it's, it's Eric scenes. No, that's literally. Well, I know, <laughs> I know, I know that
2: uh, the the Persian and Eric is Faroga.
1: Yeah, it's Faroga. Uh,
0: <laughs> Faroga.
2: Faroga. That is the only is, good one. The only good one. <laughs> yeah. The only good one.
0: And on that <laughs> note, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to our Phantom of the Opera episode. Yeah. yeah uh, the if only you have one. thoughts on the movie or want to show us your only. shipping relationship artwork about Faroga and Ferric no. and
2: Oh, yeah, you know, I, 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 I dare you to Google it. Else. Google it. Just Just Google I'm Google scared. if do you want to have another fun time? Google Sauron Morgoth. Since we were <laughs> yes, about, great. Oh, Lord of the Rings great earlier. stuff. Yeah, yes. yeah, there's so much. Yeah. Fa- you would not believe how much Sauron Morgoth fan art there is. So Saur- much.
0: Morgoth. Yes. Morgoth. Anyway, no, Morgoth. Morgoth, the
2: OG Dark Lord. Sauron yeah. is just a pretender.
1: Yes, yeah, Sauron sure, sure. just does the 2.0. Someone has not
2: read The Silmarillion. Oh, boy.
0: <laughs> I have not. No, I don't read, remember? Right, um, exactly. Anyway, yeah.
2: I don't know. If someone can look me in the eye and be like, I yes, I have you. read all of The Silmarillion top to bottom, I'll be like, sure, Jan. Except sure, for Stephen Jan. Colbert. I'll believe
0: him. Right, that's right, <laughs> true. Uh, anyway, let us know your thoughts on Twitter. We are at Musical in with No G.
1: I mean, they, they they let us know their feelings about Phantom.
0: <laughs> That's true. That's, we're going to hear about it uh, one way or another. Uh, I'm at Commentarian on Twitter, at Permafriends on Instagram.
1: I am why uh, Ange- Angelina Y on Twitter, um, and in between this, I'm slipping in Walton Goggins for the Phantom of the Opera 2024. Uh, oh, and yes. I am Angelina underscore oh, okay. C on Instagram. There you go. There C, you go. C, yes. C. Yes. Thank you. Yes.
0: Jodie Hill and them, they should all do yes. a Phantom of the Opera. Yes. I would watch yes. that. Yes. 100%. yes, 100%. That is the only Phantom agreed. of the Opera I want. It's okay, great, great, great. We, we did, it. did it. We
1: <laughs> did it. We did it. We've unlocked it. We've unlocked where we you will like Phantom we of the Opera. It out. And it's yes. Walton Gallows. I will watch that as please. the Phantom. If Thank they're so listening, much. go ahead yes. and make
0: this. Yeah, agree. <laughs> uh, uh, okay,
2: I just I just remembered who that is. Yeah, of course, <laughs> of course, you would say that. <laughs> I, I, can it. It. I can see it. I can see it. I can see it. I'm not. I'm, I'm going to take a minute to process it. I don't you give got, a fuck about the, Midi- the
0: opera, Christine. Christine yeah, <laughs> gotta, Edie, Patterson's Christine. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Edie Patterson's John, Christine. Yeah,
2: Edie
1: Patterson's Christine, and she's just like John Goodman plays the manager. Oh, this is so good. Oh, it's so good. Please, HBO, let us write this. Um. Yeah. Um, uh, yes.
0: That's so, my uh, Also, uh, Lindsay, do you have anything else you want to plug before we <laughs> a go?
1: Pitiful creature of
2: darkness. Uh, buy my books. You can buy them at any uh, retailer. I'm not a social, sorry.
0: <laughs> no, no, it's all good. I'm nobody on books.
2: Instagram and I am deleted my Twitter account.
0: <laughs> if you get a chance, please pick up Lindsay's books. Also, leave us a good review. Follow our sponsor links. All those things really help us. Lindsay, it was lovely to have you back on the show. Yeah. We're so happy. (laughs) Everyone asks about you all the time. You
2: seem very happy to be watching another Phantom (laughs) thing.
0: (laughs) Listen, well, I had to suffer me. through it just to be able to have you back on. So it's yeah, it was that means worth, a lot. That means a lot pain. to me,
1: buddy. Thanks. Yes, thank you so yes, much yes. for doing this. I could listen to you hate on the lighting in Phantom for about you know yeah. another five years of my life. But you I'll be be doing. didn't think lighting was going to be the thing we harped on <laughs> for forty-five
2: minutes. All the, the yeah, gaffers are, are going to be
0: adding us on Twitter.
2: Yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, they're going to be like, "Yeah, bro." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck Joel Schumacher. I assume he sucks because his movies are bad. His
0: film stock uh, was wrong. Uh, actually, but maybe anyway, Joel yes.
2: Schumacher is really easy to work with, and that's why he keeps getting work. Anyway, yeah, he's like yeah. Gerard <laughs> Butler. He's probably yeah, exactly. like super drunk the whole time. Ironically, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> their sets are really chill. Like, say what you want about their movies, but they're smooth like, That's why they're eighty yeah. million dollars. Like, and they co- they, <laughs> they cost a fortune because they just you know they don't really care about deadlines.
0: Yeah. yeah. Anyway, thanks guys for listening. Thank you, Lindsay, and we'll see you guys at the next one. Woo!